For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hi everybody, welcome back to the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel and podcast. We are back with another match preview. Uh, after the emphatic victory against Manchester United yesterday, we now turn our attention to West Ham away. Uh, playing them on Wednesday night, 8pm 8, 8 kickoff, under the lights at uh, the London Stadium, it's called, isn't it, their, their ground? It is. Um, and that is live on Sky for all you lovely people in the UK. I'm Scott. I'm your host for this one, and this week I'm joined by Roger and Daryl. Roger, how's life in Canada, mate? It's good. It's good. We're preparing for the arrival of my mother-in-law, so the sheets are being washed, folded, ironed. Um, I'm putting the uh, you know the plug-ins and everything in, so that the the place is smelling fantastic. So yes, we're uh, all good here, and obviously we're we're still in the glow of of uh, the result yesterday so all things all good yes i was expecting a les dennis joke there when you were talking about your mother-in-law but it wasn't gonna be class man good good uh daryl how are you my friend i'm feeling too fantastic mate absolutely still living off the buzz of yesterday's results yeah um i mean the energy levels I've had today, just from that alone, have just been out of this world. Been buzzing around all over the place. It's been good. Yes, I think everybody's had a little bit of an extra spring in their step today off that result yesterday. We did do a reaction to that uh, last night, a live one. So if you haven't caught up with that, it's on the channel. Um, yeah, spent about 40 minutes with myself, Chris, uh, Joe and Daniel from the FPL show jumped on. Uh, it was a good little conversation. We got some good interactions from the audience um but like i said that is in the past now although we're still buzzing off it we look forward to the next game before we look forward to that next game as always the gallagher shots match preview is brought to you by magpin they are the go-to site for high quality unofficial enamel pin badges of newcastle players legends and retro kits and speaking of retro kits they're doing the sunset goalkeeper top as a key ring uh, which looks pretty, pretty, uh, pretty Bobby Dazzler. Uh, so if you haven't checked them out, their website is magpinbadges.bigcartel.com. Right. So as I said, we face West Ham on Wednesday night. We make the trip down to the capital um, for an eight pm kickoff live on Sky. West Ham have had a bit of a bit of a rough season, Roger. Uh, they're fourteenth in the league, seven wins, six draws. One of them was against us, uh, and fourteen defeats. Uh, they're sitting on a minus nine goal difference. Uh, obviously, got a win yesterday against Southampton. Have you got any worries about West Ham going into this one off the back of the result we had at the weekend? Um, we sh well, we shouldn't do. But as a you know a prerequisite for being a Newcastle fan, you 
you're naturally inclined to to fear the worst. Um, yeah. I think if you just take the game purely on the you know the two 11s that we can select from, then we should feel reasonably confident that we can get something. But obviously, that doesn't take in any variables at all. So, um, you know, we, we've had a decent record there recently. So I don't I don't see why we can't go down there and and get a positive result. And I think a positive result. I think the next three games, if we come away with six points, a minimum of six points from those games, I think you know we should be happy. And if we get, this first, get the first win in there, then it takes the pressure off the following two games. So I think we'll be going for the win. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm reasonably confident. Reasonably confident. Nice. Yeah, I say West Ham, but I have been doing too well, and obviously with the. The departures of, uh, of the Chelsea boss and, and of the uh, the Leicester boss over the past couple of days, um, it's all eyes on David Moyes now, who probably looks like next to be on that chopping board. It's not very nice to say these sort of things, but this is football. Um, do you think, given their win on the weekend against Southampton, that's kind of eased a bit of pressure on him, or do you think that pressure is still well and truly firmly on his shoulders uh, for this game? I think it'll probably take this week's games that he's got to play um, before that sort of thing comes into play. Um, I think if you'd asked any West Ham fans, they've probably had his head on that block for about five or six months now, to be honest, because as much as they've been doing so well in Europe, I mean, their their European record's absolutely fantastic. Um, That league record's just been so far under par for a side that's playing in Europe at the same time. And I don't know if that could be down to underinvestment in that squad. I don't think... I think... We have to be very careful um, going forward because if we don't do things right in the summer, we could turn into West Ham next season against. You no, know, we don't want to, obviously, you know. Yeah. Um, but that's that's a lesson that we need to learn. Um, I think the West Ham squad lacks a bit of strength in depth, um, so it'll be interesting. I think this this week in particular for them, it'll be interesting with them having. They'll be almost be going back to the schedule that they're used to playing three games in within a week, etc. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how he manages his squad, whether or not he rotates anybody, brings anybody in. Um, but again, I think we might even see that from Eddie Howe as well. Um, Joe Willock left the field a little bit early yesterday. Um, but you know, the thing about Joe Willock is we know he has a thing about getting cramp in his calves. So it's about how they manage that issue with Joe yeah. and I probably expect he'll be all right for, for Wednesday. Um, but yeah, um, in, in terms of David Moyes, it'll take this week, I think, to work out just where he stands in terms of his position. Yeah, and talking about um, rotation for them, they only have one injury. Um, who's uh, Is it Skamaka or Skamaka, however you pronounce it? I think oh, he yeah, was injured yeah. for the other game, the, uh, the home fixture as well. Um, but... Everyone else, they have a fully fit squad. And Roger, they've got some players that can hurt you. Obviously, you know, Declan Rice, uh, we all know about, and, and, and Bowen as well. Uh, I'm a big fan of Suchek. Um, I don't think he gets that much game time this season, but I think I think he's a, a good little player. Uh, and obviously, we've got Bruno's mate, Paqueta, uh, who uh, I think Bruno was missing of the, the game, the home game, if I remember rightly. He was out injured. So this could be their first reunited um, tie. Uh, but they've got players that can hurt with, and, and we have to be mindful of that. Uh, they've also got a very good defence. Uh, are you expecting big things from from the likes of Rice and Bowen? Yeah, I mean, Rice has been under the microscope, hasn't he, because of you know the alleged £100 million plus price target. I think he probably, in the modern game, he probably is worth that, because if you look at the type of team he's playing in, 
they are scrapping down the bottom. They don't get a lot of the ball. When he looks at when he plays for England, he looks very good. I, I really, really like him. He's a yeah. he's a he's a as uh, as Harry Redknapp was say top top player top player top player. Um, <laughs> And I, I like the, the Moroccan guy at centre back who scored the goal. Um, yeah, it was a great header. It was ridiculously VAR checked for about forty five minutes. Yeah, just insane. <laughs> um, and obviously you mentioned Bowen. I think Suchek. He, <clears throat> I think it was in the COVID season where he got a lot. He got a lot of goals coming from midfield, arriving late. Yeah. Possibly the way that they've changed the way that the style that they're playing. Possibly out of necessity, given the, the position that they're in, he's probably not making those bursts from midfield. As much, but he is a danger, obviously, on set piece as well because he's a he's a big lump as well. Um, but yeah, I think when you look at that that side, I mean, Paqueta's taken a while to settle in. I think I think we <clears throat> West Ham probably haven't had the benefit of being able to to you know bleed him into the team gradually. I mean, I, I don't yeah. watch man, I don't West Ham United, so I, I couldn't say. But it seems to me like he's played very much since he's came from uh, from. Uh, Leon. 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 Uh, of course, he was who knows, pal, wasn't he? Um, so I don't think we've had the benefit of just sort of like gradually bringing him in the side. I think they've had to play him, and then it's it's a big adjustment to the Premier League and the, the speed of the game. And a player like like him, he's, he probably has taken him a little bit of time to acclimatise. But he had his best game by all intents and purposes, from what I've gathered from match of the day and then various things. But he had a, he had a very good game at the weekend. So. And he scored against us, of course. I think he did. Yeah, yeah he did score. Yeah, he scored against us at St James Park. So he is a player to watch. You know, I do like Bowen as well. I'm a bit disappointed, obviously, we missed out on him under Big and Head. But you know, I think <laughs> apart from often those players, like they're very, they're very much an average. Well, like the league table doesn't lie. I think they've suffered from a lack of squad, like you were saying before. But yeah. Um, I forgot your original question, but there we go. There's a summary of what I think. <laughs> you've answered <laughs> it. You've, you've inadvertently answered it. I was asking if you were expecting anything from In a roundabout yeah. kind of way. A roundabout kind of way. Daryl, lastly on uh, West Ham before we move on to Newcastle. Um, obviously, the last time we faced them at home, they made life quite difficult for us. They, they did sit back a little bit and then catch us on that counter-attack, which they seem to be very, very good at. Um, are you expecting the same this time round, or do you think because they're at home in front of their own fans, they'll try and bring the game to us a bit more, which inevitably would probably suit us better uh, if we yeah. really think of it from that side? Um, I think there is going to be that added pressure on them to to play their game, um, wherever that may be. But I think you're right. You know, there'll, there'll be an added pressure from the home fans for them to take the game to us. Um, and like you say, I think that could well work in our advantage, given what we have available as an option on the counter attack. Um, I think if you remember rightly from the the game at St James's, it was Declan Rice who ran the whole show basically. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how we manage him. Um, in the game on Wednesday, I'll, I'll be very interested to see how Eddie Howe decides if he needs to put somebody on him, uh, whether or not he needs to have somebody who can close it down. Could well be a job for Sean Longstaff, really, to to get on and, and, and press him when required. But as we saw against Man United on Sunday, our pressing game on Sunday was really in top form. Uh, we did a really good job in the in the press against Man United. I don't see why we shouldn't be able to go again with that on on Wednesday. Um, again, whether or not it's Sean Longstaff, it could be even be Bruno that he tries to to put on yeah. to to Declan Rice to win the ball. Um, Joe Willock could even realistically do a job. 
does he rotate? Does he bring Joel Linton in to do the job? You know, there's there's options there available to us. We've got we've got loads of flexibility there now that we um only really have a couple of major injuries to us. Um, I think you know Aguirre, who scored the goal against Southampton, had a really good game for them. Um, he could be a threat in attack, but in, in terms of defence, as solid as it is, it's not been helped by the bluntness up front. And they've been quite shy in front of goal really um, I think Callum Wilson's well ahead of Antonio in, in that little bet they've got going from the, the podcast that they do together on the BBC yeah. um, so it'll be interesting it will be interesting to see and I think again as I said in the preview for Man United I think it could well be a tight game but I think you know when we get onto it later on I think we'll probably edge it yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll come to Newcastle now, Roger. And obviously, the only real um, injury we've got is Miggy. Um, obviously, we're still, you know, I'm not forgetting Emil Kraft, but he's out for the whole season. So there's no point bringing him out every week. He's not going to be starting a game. But Miggy's the only one who's probably still going to be out. Um, you know, we mentioned Willick. He did go off a bit early, clutching his armstring. But hopefully, that's just cramp. We'll, we'll probably find that out tomorrow at the time of recording when we get a press conference from Eddie Howe. Um, are you expecting just a, a same again, or do you think there'll be a little bit of rotation this this midweek game? Um, it wouldn't surprise us if Joe Linton comes in. Um, I do hope that Willick's not, you know, it's not a serious injury because once he gets in the groove, we've seen in the past like he's he can be really unplayable at the times, and he's he's got such an engine on him. So hopefully that was just precautionary that he came off. Um, but I would consider you know bringing in Joe Linton just for that to try and frustrate them, I think. If you get that West Ham crowd, you know, they're, they're, they're an excellent set of fans, but when they're, it's probably similar to, to us when they're in the darker times, they can turn very quickly. And I just feel like there's an underlying, like they don't like David Moyes as a manager. I mm. don't see him. I, mm. I think it's a weird fit. And I, I think yeah. if we can really frustrate them from the you know first 15, 20 minutes, it could make it a lot of it, you know, a very much an easy game for it, or a lot easier, um, given the circumstances that West Ham find themselves in. So, I would consider bringing, possibly, uh, taking out either Murphy or ASM. I think he probably, if he was going to do it, but I don't think he will. But I would, I would probably drop ASM and bring Joel in and just to, you know, deal with that of Rice running the game that's what we need to yeah. to avoid we need Rice not to run the game and then get frustrated and then we can then bring on our attack players like to good effect I mean ESM was brilliant at the weekend let's not let's not mess about he was brilliant but yeah. I would possibly consider that would be the only change I would make unless it was forced and Willick is injured and I would just it would be a natural fit to bring Joel Linton back in but I would maybe even consider bringing Wilson back in and giving Isak a little rest because he's got a really good record against West Ham and everybody knows what strikers are like. If there's a team that they're fancied against, then mm-hmm. is it a good idea? He's got you know 10, ga- 10 goals and 12 appearances, I think, against West Ham for yeah. both ourselves and, and Bournemouth. So, and he, you know, he looked, that goal will give him a, a hell of confidence boost and just boxing clever over the next three games. Maybe he's given Isak a little rest or maybe he's even Putting Isak out on a on the right or the left hand side. Could you play the two together? I think that'll cross. I think that'll cross Eddie Howe's mind. But I fully expect him to not listen to what I say because nobody does, and just go to the same level. So there you go. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a strange one because of the the substitutes on on the game on Sunday, Daryl. Obviously, we changed the front three 
um, mm -hmm. in one swoop almost. You know, you had Maxi and, and uh, Murphy coming off uh, for uh, it was Joe Linton and, and um, who was the other player that came, that came on? Gordon, yeah, Gordon, and then yeah. you know eventually eventually took off uh, Isak for Wilson. A lot of people would probably see that as oh well, he's resting those players who were coming off for the game on Wednesday. But it could also be the flip of that, that he's testing that front three who haven't played together much to see how they fare. And let's yeah. be fair, they did pretty well. And, and you know, they'll come in on Wednesday as, as a rotation with the other three who went off to be the impact subs this time. Um, it's going to be interesting. Um, do you see any other changes at all on the pitch? I know we know Fabian shared a couple of blows to the head, as he usually does. Um, as long as he's not concussed, is it the same back five as normal? I think so. It, it 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 like we said, it, it get ahead of Man U. You know, it it picks itself really. That yeah. back five is just a case of they're they're just nailed on that team sheet in permanent marker, really, aren't they? Um, in terms of the changes to the front three, I think Roger's quite right, and I think he will be very tempted to bring in Callum Wilson simply for that record he has against West Ham. Yeah. In terms of the others, I'm not sure. Um, I think the tight like like you mentioned, the timing of the substitutes on Sunday seemed to indicate that he was preparing them for another. 60 night like 60 to 80 minutes again on Wednesday so he was just giving them that little extra bit of rest ahead of the mm -hmm. big game um and again you know we've seen it in the past and you know we were all quite surprised on Sunday when the 11 was announced that it was unchanged from Nottingham Forest a lot of us would have expected Joe Linton would have slot back in there um somewhere yeah. anyway um and it it didn't happen so I, I could quite see it happening again on on Wednesday yeah, it's. Uh, well, I think we've said this every week since the start of the season. It's a, it's a, it's not a bad position to be in with the players we've got, and it's not a decision that I would like to make. And I'm glad I'm not Eddie Howe. I think we've said that every single week. So there it is. You can take that off your match preview bingo cards if you're playing along at home. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll come to predictions. Um, Daryl, I'll stick with you, mate. Um, what's your predictions for the game, and, and how do you think the game's going to go in general? Um, I think, like I said earlier, I think it will be a tight game. Um, I think it'll be quite a cagey affair. And I said this ahead of the game on Sunday and it turned into something completely different. So you never know. There might be method to the madness. Um, but again, I think I think it will be a cagey affair. Um, I think with the momentum that we currently have, you know, nine from the previous nine points available, um, I think we certainly have the momentum to go and again and get the three points. It wouldn't surprise me if it ended up being another draw. And let's be honest, if you were offered the point now, you'd be stupid not to take it. You know, as much as it's our game in hand as well, so it would take us a little bit clearer in Man United if it was a draw again. If we were to get the three points, it would take us even further clear and it would even pile the pressure on Spurs, depending on what they do tonight as we yeah. record on the Monday against Everton. Um, but again, they, because of the way things now fall, our destiny is in our own hands. We just have to keep going. Um, I think Eddie Howe has prepared the team for that. Um, I think West Ham will create us problems, but the back four, back five, will be capable of, of managing it. Again, we've, we've said it a couple of times now, it all depends on how we manage Declan Rice and, and stop him from running the game. Awesome. So, what's your prediction, Daryl? 2-1 to Newcastle. 2-1. Nice. Nice. How Same again. Uh, Roger, uh, come to you for your prediction, mate. Uh, also, though, do you think the momentum that we're on will uh, will will only work in our favour? And also, can Daryl 
not shave his beard until we lose a game because it's working wonders for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's been shaved, don't worry. Well, I'm, I'm keeping keep mine, keep mine until I come home in eight weeks' time. So. <laughs> I'll, I'll, have, I'll, have a, I'll have a body like a, a Greek god. That's, that's my plan. Anyway. Canadian god. Yeah, Canadian god who's been eating beaver tail all, all week. Um, that's not a euphemism, by the way. Look it up. Um, Don't look think, it up. Don't Google beaver tail. Now, I'm on, I'm on pretty... Although I didn't get the result, I didn't get the score right. I did, you know, I did predict 3-1. We won by two clear goals, so I'll tell you that. Um, that's and then right. mid-game, I did say in our, in our WhatsApp group, yes. there's ASM, the ASM and uh, Willick would link up before Julian came on. And and then when Wilson came on, I said he'll score, and he did. So you know, like I'm in a good place with my predictions. <laughs> I, I think I think we'll beat West Ham two nil. Um, I think we'll keep another clean sheet. Um, the back four just like look like they've kind of rediscovered that that steel uh, after a little bit of a wobbly sort of patch. Although we didn't, you know, we didn't ship many goals, and our fundamentals were pretty much there. But you know, we just had a little bit of a wobble. Um, I do feel like, well, you know, West Ham probably don't have enough to kind of slice us open unless, you know, there's there's some sort of like, you know, a brilliant free kick or, a, you know. Um, so I'm, I'm reasonably confident that we can, that we'll, that we'll go there and we'll win. And I'm going to go 2-0 to the tune. 2-0. Excellent. Um, well, I also think it'll be quite a tough game. Um, I think... Even though they're at home, I think they'll still sit deep a little bit. Um, I don't think it'll be as attacking as maybe as they were at the weekend against Southampton. Um, I just, I cannot see them scoring though. I, I, I cannot see them getting a, getting a goal. I think Botman's coming back into form. Obviously, you know, it's only been one game, but he was unstoppable on Sunday. Yeah, um, and Cher as well was equally as good. Uh, but yeah. not only that, their distribution was good from, from the back as well. We weren't just playing, you know, the long ball and nobody, which seemed to be creeping into the game a little bit over the past few weeks uh, before uh, the international break. Um, I think it'll still be a victory at Newcastle, but I'm only going to go for a 1-0 win. I think it'll be very tight, uh, like I've said, but I think we'll we'll have the uh, probably the majority of the chances, and I think it'll be a frustrating game, kind of like yesterday when it came with those chances. But, you know, I think, again, halfway through the second half, we'll we'll find that breakthrough and we'll get that goal, um, and then we'll... we'll I don't want to say hang on, but we'll we'll control the game enough to to secure that with one nil. Uh, it'll be an awful watch if that's the case, but uh, yeah, there we go. But three wins from uh, your three guests on this show. Does anybody have anything that they want to add before we wrap this one up? I think if Joe was in the other corner here somewhere on my side, um, I think he'd probably go for a one-one just to just to make it all even and, and, oh, and have, like he did last week. He loves a one-one. He loves a one-one. Why, he do does, think he's not, he? why do you think he's not in this one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no, I, I still think I still think that by that Tottenham game, we will be solidly in third place. Yeah, I really That's do. Good. Yeah, I really do. I, like, I, I had a feeling like we're going on one of these little. You know, one of these sort of runs that we had, you know, last season where we, we put strings of games together, like five, six, seven games where we were undefeated or we, or we won on the bounce. And, yep. you know, we're in the, in, like, like I said about Joe Willock, <clears throat> I think we're just in a groove now. And it's about 
don't get us wrong, these games, I think the, I think the Villa game will be, out of these games, the Villa game will be the toughest one. I've got uh, the Villa game the hardest and I'll be happy with the draw in that game. But I yeah. think the Brentford and the West Ham game, I think we've been there before, we've won these games, we know how to play, but I, I think Villa, you know, they've got, I like Unai Emery, I think he's a good manager, they've got some good players, they're in a, they're in a good sort of upward trajectory. Yeah. And I, I think out of these, the, the next four games, I think that Villa game is probably going to be the trickiest one. I'd, I'd go with it. I'd go with Joe and go one-one with that one. If you want to get a preview of a preview, but yeah, <laughs> I, think, I think we're in. A, I think we're in a good groove, and I think that you know we're we're yeah, we're in a good place. So, how are the lads? How are the lads indeed? And yeah, so we will be back uh, after the West Ham game for a reaction. Then we'll have another preview for you uh, for the Brentford game, uh, as well as we're recording Canny Chatter tomorrow. Uh, we're also going to be doing uh, Extra Time this extra week, right? Time. I believe it's yeah. back. Extra yep. Time this so week. Plenty of content. Um, like I say, I hope my content coming out here, yes. Coming up with everything, yes. Um, but there we go. <laughs> but thanks, everybody, for watching. Um, thanks, Roger. Thanks, Daryl. It's been thanks, a Thanks, Daryl, uh, for that image. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, you do like this sort of content and, and you, you don't mind it coming out of everything, um, go scroll down from this video and uh, hit the little subscribe button. It means the world. We are trying to get to 10,000 subscribers by the end of the season we're so close we're in reaching distance so uh yeah scroll down if you're not already and hit the subscribe button and while you're down there hit the little thumbs up and that gets this video into the hands of other newcastle united fans as well as some west ham fans as well uh, and if you want to be notified when we go live with videos hit the little notification bell that'll give you a little pop-up on your screen of when we do post new content and then if you want to do one step further and be extra extra nice roger what do they need to do um, join, uh, uh, join the Telegram group. Tell a friend. Go for, go for yeah. a dog walk and tell, tell four people. They tell four people. And they tell four people. They tell four people. They tell four people. Yes, we do have a membership program. It's two ninety nine a month, and that gets you early access to the videos and access to the Telegram group. You should know this by now, Roger. Go on, there it goes. Um, I was, I was looking at something yeah. popular. Let's keep that Yes, go for a walk. Always professional, yes. Scott. Of course. It wouldn't be this channel if we weren't, Roger. It wouldn't be this channel if we weren't. But, anyways, we will go into this one brimming with confidence after that victory over Man U. Let's hope we can get a result down in the capital and uh, top. I'll be there. Come on. You're you're going down? Yeah, you must be travelling down tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, Well, either tomorrow or Wednesday morning, one of the two. Yeah. How well, many games have you done free, this season, you know? Daryl? How many games? Away, I'd have, I'd have to check my list, mate. I've done quite a few of the home games, and I've, I think I've done about eight or nine away. He's trying to rock those uh, loyalty points up for next season's final, aren't you, Daryl? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'd be doing the some same them, if I could, mate. Some of them, hey, them Champions League games cost loyalty points, mate. That's what it is. Yeah, Ooh. well, hopefully I can get into the oh, Alex next season. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we will see you in the next video. Thanks very much, everybody, for watching. Tada. See you later.
Podcast Network.